Grabbing the suitcases stashed under the bed, my husband and I, alongside our host, Mother Jalile, plus various relatives, jumped up from the table and then dashed out the door to walk around the block. Yep, it was a few minutes past midnight on New Year's Eve in San Jose, Costa Rica. We were six months into Spanish language study and living with Jalile and her university-age son, Alejandro. Everyone assured us that this confusing little ritual would ensure lots of exciting travel in the new year. Now, jump to a rustic, dimly lit ruca in Matrenco in southern Chile. Again, it was New Year's Eve. The Mapuche family, who'd sort of adopted our family, had spread the rough wooden table with a variety of foods. The roasted horse meat did not surprise us, but the expensive grapes and lentils did. Somebody in the room must have had a watch since suddenly someone yelled, Happy New Year! Eat 12 grapes! Serve up the lentils! Eat up! Drink up! Welcome to this holiday edition of Language on Purpose. It'll be brief. Yes, I'm busy like everyone else, but hopefully it will be helpful. Now, I've never taken this inventory. A lot of you may have. The one that measures how you line up on the ambiguity, tolerant, intolerant scale. But knowing me, I would guess that I'm hugging the intolerant side, which plays out in my case as needing to know upfront as much as possible what's going to happen. Stay ahead of the game. That would be my motto. Honestly, true confessions here. Despite some deep living in Latin America, I'm just not real big on surprises. In the tiny Quechua village high up in the Andes, it used to freak me out when we would be startled out of sleep by a very loud dong, 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 the bell tolling in the town's one Catholic church on the town plaza. We came to learn that the bell meant a big fiesta to honor some saint an all-out party day. The priest would be coming to town, a big deal, and the statue of the saint venerated for that day would be taken out of the church and paraded around the square. Some village mayordomo would be hosting and financing the immense fiesta. So lots of free food, lots of drinking, lots of dancing, and lots of drunks on the street to avoid or help home. Obviously, all things language learning that we'd planned for the day derailed up in smoke by that bell. So it was important for me to try to eliminate the jolts of those type of holidays so I wouldn't be thrown for a loop with suitcases, grapes, lentils, or drunken saint parades. I learned the importance of formulating and asking in advance a battery of WH questions to help ward off surprises and better predict holiday happenings and celebrations. By the way, it might be helpful for you to start with breaking apart a holiday or celebration in your own country of origin to contrast and compare components you might want to consider. Of course, it goes without saying, people, that I'm not stupid enough to think that Christmas or New Year's or any other American or European holiday is celebrated everywhere. I just wanted to use some examples hopefully you could relate to. 
But before we start down the list of the WH questions, first, a few rules of thumb for this kind of endeavor. It's a given and maybe goes without saying that you would ask these questions as much as possible in the target language. Yes, you can ask your expat friends to get you started, but I don't think I need to tell you what the pitfalls might be. Then it would be wise to ask three different people of the socioeconomic class with whom you'll be celebrating. Also, when formulating questions, I personally like to follow what I affectionately call the people party principle. You should know by now that I do love alliteration leftovers from my college English major. Examples. Let's say before an office party, if I ask a coworker, what do people wear? You could get a generalized answer like anything goes, or maybe formal or business casual would be the answer. But it helps with your actual wardrobe selection if you ask your interviewee, what are you wearing? Or if you ask the general question, what time do people arrive? You'll probably get a better picture of an acceptable time frame if you instead ask, what time are you arriving? I think you get the idea. Okay, with all that said, let's start out with the first WH question, when? But again, let me back up. I did want to talk about the art of using to your language learning advantage what is called a dumb smart question. It's sort of a game that goes like this. You ask a question from your language resource person or a friend. Since we're talking about holidays, the question might be something like, how do you celebrate? Or how are you preparing for such and such holiday? Record, make sure you understand everything, learn the relevant vocab, maybe one or two responses or a follow-up question. You know the drill. Aim for what matches your overall level of fluency. Then you start asking the question. Maybe you'll ask store clerks or church friends or neighbors. Make a goal of how many people you're going to ask. But aha, you've got an ace up your sleeve. You already pretty much know the expected answer or range of answers, so you're not shooting in the dark. You feel confident, have an easy way to start a conversation. Don't you agree that sort of sounds like a fun way to get you out there and build some relationships? Okay, now we're finally ready for when. When are the major holidays? Are they government national holidays or maybe just local celebrations? Are they religious holidays, as in the case of the saint parades I mentioned? Physical calendars, if available, can be a great way to see when major holidays fall during the year. The when question also includes finding out when the holiday starts and ends, the time frame for the celebration. Let's take Christmas as our case in point. In the U.S., Christmas starts with kids waking up way early to storm the stockings and raid the tree. Christmas Eve might mean attending a special church service in the evening, getting last-minute shopping done, or cooking. In comparison, in Latin America, everything happens on Christmas Eve. 
dinner is at midnight, and that's how you welcome in Christmas Day, which you'll probably spend sleeping off too much food and or alcohol. You can see how knowing that fun fact ahead of time could keep you from starving, waiting for Christmas dinner to be served at the time you're used to. On to the who question. Who participates in this holiday? Relatives, neighbors, friends, children, religious leaders? Who might be the focus of the celebration? Who might not celebrate at all? Does the celebration vary according to social class or religious affinity? Now, the where question. Is it celebrated publicly with maybe something like a parade in a house of worship, in homes, whose home, multiple homes, or locally in a neighborhood? Next up is the what question. This can go in different directions. What physical objects are present, like foods, typical decorations, like wreaths or trees, nativities, mistletoe or lights, a personal fave, in our U.S. Christmases? Maybe altars or statues, like in the procession I described earlier. What things are for sale in stores that are only seasonal? How about songs or media like Hallmark movies? The what question also includes specific events that take place throughout a holiday celebration. Again, for the U.S., Christmas can mean the entire season of Advent, Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. And you might not have thought of this what, but what do people say? Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Before Christmas, Hope You Have a Good Christmas, or is everybody coming home for Christmas? The few days after Christmas, what are the questions? Coming back from Latin America, it was a surprise to me that people in the U.S. asked, did you have a big Christmas? Or asked, what did Santa bring you? That compares with Latin America, where the after Christmas question was always, what did the Nino bring you? Meaning, baby Jesus. Loved that one. We'll end with the most difficult of the WH questions. Why? And why is that? It's not exactly one that can be answered merely by asking a few direct questions, since it's getting at worldview, the deepest level of culture. A simple definition of worldview is and this comes off the site missiontools.org from the Center for Intercultural Training, the set of preconceptions and assumptions that deal with the deepest issues of existence and govern beliefs, values, and behaviors. It provides the perspective from which the world is seen and interpreted. Are you familiar with the Quast model by Lloyd Quast? K-W-A-S-T. Google it and take a peek. There are several sites that explain each of the rings of the target-like image that make up the model. At its center is worldview. Each layer requires an increased level of fluency and depth of relationships. So let this be a call to patience and perseverance to get to that bullseye center of worldview. But lest you sigh and say, 
when will I ever get there and how will I ever get there? The good news is that the tangible can lead to understanding the intangible. What I mean by that is a commonly referred to concept in language and culture learning called the three P's. That a knowledge of products, that's the first P, and practices, the second P, can guide you into the third P, which stands for perspective. So observation and investigation of products and practices provide clues to a culture's perspective, its lens through which the world is viewed. And that perspective is a good start toward getting at that all-important worldview. So this episode is a case in point of how products and practices specific to holidays can be a doable first step toward gaining perspective, empathy, and strengthened relationships. Take the time to formulate and ask those WH questions the best you can for your level. And may your holidays in your host country be happy ones. This is Mary Lynn Kindberg, and thanks for listening to Language on Purpose. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, and Spotify, and always at our webpage, languageonpurpose.org. Subscribe, follow, download, and you won't miss an episode. See you in the new year.